It's the rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour et bonsoir, c'est Simon. It's Simon Marcel. The accent is French. Um, I want to start by a little reminder of a conversation I had with a friend of mine, Jeremy. Married for oula, a long time, I would say what, 15, 17 years. Wonderful wife, two kids. But he was complaining about what many people call the, the man cave. You know, that place in the basement where uh, there is no windows and um, I don't know why men end up there. And he was telling me he felt very depressed in there, but he didn't know how to say, to say that to his wife. And he thought that was a tradition that every man end up in the basement in a man cave. And I said, I certainly would not go in the man cave because I need light. And so my advice for that is A, it should be a compromise. And two, don't stay too long in a place where there is no window, whether you're a man or woman or whoever you are, that's going to affect you, your mood, your relationship, and your desire for joie de vivre. Don't stay in the man cave too long, my friends. That's my first advice. Now you calls are next. Bonjour, Fanny. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Fanny. What's going on? How can I help you tonight? I'm hoping you can help me figure out a way to explain something to my boyfriend. Mm -hmm. So he has this coworker. Well, she's a former coworker, uh, and she is now going to massage school. She's going to get her massage license, and she has texted him a couple of times saying that she needs volunteers to come and have a free massage because she has to get her hours in, and. I've told him I'm really not comfortable with that. I don't want him going to get a massage from her because I've met her and she is interested in him and he doesn't seem to understand and I can't figure out how to explain it to him in a way to get through to him. The thing is, it's not so much about that. It's the fact that you can't trust him, right? Because let me tell you this, whether it's her, whether one day it could be uh, an exotic club, whether it will be somebody else, there will be temptation. So mm -hmm. I got to ask you in your intuition, think about this, in your intuition, do you think if this woman would massage him very heavily, if you get my drift, he would step out of the table or would he indulge in shameful pleasure? I don't think he would indulge, but I don't think he would have the presence of mind to step out. Well, it's either one, right? Because at one point, you got you to decide, you know. But I'm not so worried about it. It's him that has to decide. Because let's say you go to a masseuse that is a guy and he wants to massage you very heavily and nicely. You would not let that happen, right? No, I wouldn't. Right. So your boyfriend would not be worried about it. He would say, you know, yeah, that's fine. The reason you worry about your boyfriend is because you don't trust him 100%. <laughs> I... No? Not sure. Thought of it that way. So the good thing is, two options. A, you say, listen, uh, go ahead. I've warned you, but you know I trust you now and later to not you know do something wrong, and you leave it at that. I trust you. I love you. Option mm -hmm. B, you don't really trust him, and you say that's okay. But I'm coming with you to learn also how to give massage. That will be a great opportunity for me to learn how to massage you too. And by you being there, no shenanigans going to happen. Yes. You're you're right. I either I either trust him or I don't. That's it. Or maybe you give him one of those underwear in iron that nothing can come out. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> you know those things like like in the middle age time. 
you know, kings would do that to young queens, but you do it to him. <laughs> a chastity <laughs> belt. Yes. Yes. So uh, I'll leave you to it. Good luck to you. Thank you for calling and have a good night. Thank you, Simon. If you're listening to me right now, in your head, answer the question, how much do you trust your partner? Let's talk about that next. If you're listening to me, whether you're driving or whether you're at home or at work, answer this question to yourself, how much do you trust your partner? And I mean trust in a situation of temptation, such as my last caller, Fanny, you know, she was wondering if she should let her boyfriend go to an ex-co-worker, not an ex-girlfriend, an ex-co-worker who's learning to be a masseuse and needs practice and want to practice on him. And I said to her, I said, listen, you can always go with him, but that shows you don't trust him. Or you trust him that let's even think that she would want to, let's say, massage him at the wrong uh, part, that he would just say, no way. Because that's what I would do if I'm in a relationship and somebody tries to, you know, get there. And you would do the same if, some, if you're in a relationship. But how much do you trust your partner? I'm going to uh, put that on my social media, at Rendezvous Radio. And I'm going to tell you a follow-up story about this to make my point even clearer. Next. So how important is it to trust your partner in a relationship? Let me, let me tell you this story. Um, when I was 25, I was very insecure, a goofball, not, didn't know anything. I'm still a goofball, but I just know a little more. And so um, I had this girlfriend, lovely, lovely young woman. She was probably 23, I was 25. And um, she was very charming. And one time I was very jealous because she was going to a wedding without me. I was not invited, but I, I was afraid some guys would hate on her. I don't know. And it would lead us to a fight. And after that, she never looked at me the same. And when, when she left me, she said, you know, your insecurity and your obsession by not trusting me broke the relationship. I've learned my lesson back then. Either you trust your partner or you don't. There is no middle ground. It's all or nothing. Keep that in mind and you call the next. If you have a question for me, call the rendezvous now, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Cassidy. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Cassidy. What's going on? So my fiancé during quarantine has developed a little shopping addiction with sneakers, and he's bought dozens of pairs, even the same ones, just different colors, and he even insists on leaving them on when we're doing ooh-la-la. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. So I, I'm, I'm just curious because, I mean, I, I can't imagine you would let him, you know, put his shoes on in bed, would you? Well, they're, they're just already on. He just doesn't take them off. <laughs> so he goes to bed with the shoes? Well, when, when we go to bed, he's not sleeping with them on. <laughs> oh, okay. So he's addicted to the tennis shoes, to the sneakers, right? Yes, I mean, I think he's just compensating for his business being out of business at the time. So I'm, I'm just wondering, do I say something or just let this ride out? Um, does it bother you? Yeah, but I also understand it might just be because, you know, the, the time that we're in. <laughs> yeah, it is a crazy time. Listen, I love your understanding and, and, and your flexibility. It, it's good. So I say if, if that doesn't bother you, maybe you can put some shoes too and it could be a... A shoe designing uh, 
a fashion show ooh-la-la. <laughs> Can you imagine? Okay, well, we'll have to try that. Thank you. All right. So, uh, no, don't do anything. Ed. Have fun with it. Uh, really, I love the, the way you think. Flexibility and understanding. Very rare. Thank you, Cassidy, and have a good night. Thank you, Simon. Good night. Coming up, let's go take a listen to Kate, who has a question about online dating. So her voicemail is next. Please remember you're never alone. If you have a question for me, 24-7-365, leave me a voicemail at 855-905-8255, and I'll play it on air, just like for Kate. Take a listen. Bonjour, Simon. My name is Kate. I am single right now, and I'm on a bunch of dating websites, and I feel like I'm having some sort of success, but so I'm swiping on guys that are really cute. They're very successful. A lot of them have graduate degrees, and then they come back and message me, and none of them use punctuation at all. No grammar, no capitalization, and I don't understand. It feels so lazy and uh, it feels a little bit like a kindergartner wrote it, and it makes me not want to respond. Anyways, I really love your show, and I can't wait to hear what you think. Thanks. Uh, thank you, Kate. Yeah, good question. Is punctuation important to you when you are you know, starting to get to know somebody or online dating? Let's talk about that next. How important is punctuation for you? When you start to get to know somebody, you know, when you text, DM somebody, because Kate sent me a voicemail saying, Simon, I'm pretty annoyed with, you know, every guy that I'm kind of match with on my online dating websites because they write back with no punctuation, no comma, no, it's nothing. What's wrong with them? Uh, I'm going to be honest. I'm not going to pretend. I don't know. This is just, just I, I don't know why. I can't make up an answer for that, but I know I do. Is it education? Is it timing? I, I don't know. But my advice is follow your intuition. If it bothers you, on to the next. And that's what I would do if I were you. Thanks for the voicemail. You call the next. Bonjour, Paula. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Paula. Welcome to The Rendezvous. How can I help you? Well, I would like to know how I could get my husband to initiate more ooh la la than me because I tend to be the one nine times out of ten to initiate. Mm -hmm. So um, how many times a week do you guys ooh la la? Ooh, um, well, we're at home a lot these days. <laughs> so four. Four, okay. And, and most of the time when you say initiate, it, it's like if you think if you didn't make any move, nothing would happen mostly. Yeah, yeah, he just tends to be a little bit more, like, I think he's relied on the fact that it's, I'm a little bit more of the aggressor, and maybe he I see. likes and, that. And, so. Okay, Paula, but how long this has been going on? Like, is this just because of, of the pandemic and too much time at home? Was this like this before? When did that trend started? Um, I think it's probably kind of always maybe been been like that or maybe he's just kind of a little bit more like that now because of the pandemic and maybe just kind of more blase okay. just because yeah well uh, the solution is very simple with one word it's called distance don't initiate anymore <laughs> don't no i'm serious because 
um, it's like, I think he takes you for granted and it has to also come from him or at the end, it will hurt your feelings and you will feel, well, maybe my husband really is not so much into me anymore. And, and I'm not saying it's the case or not the case. I don't know. But the one thing for sure is if you stop initiating any ulala whatsoever and he doesn't either, after a month, then you can have a real couple, you know, uh, a talk about where we stand because you don't want to be with a man who you know doesn't show any desire to you unless you you start it please yeah. remember men are so mechanical so of course if you mechanically you know start him up well he will be there but right. what i want to see in your situation is if you make no move does he still desire you and wants to seduce you and then, you know, things can like really good happen or not. Okay? Got it. It's key to be with somebody who wants you almost as much as you want them. You can't be with somebody who just take you for granted all the time. Exactly. I agree. Okay. Thank you. All right. So abstinence is the program this week. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> okay. Paula, good luck to you. Be strong. Keep me posted. You know I'm here. You know where to find me. And have a good night. You too, Simon. Coming up, I'm going to go answer Hilary Twitter DM because uh, she is ready to love again and wants my advice. So her Twitter DM is next. So Hilary sent me a Twitter DM at one of radio saying, Bonjour, Simon. I've been single for almost a year now and I think I'm ready for love again. My question is, what do you think is the most important quality to look for in a new partner? Ah, Hilary, what is the most important quality to look for in a new partner? I'll tell you what I think next. If you've been out of the dating world for a while and you're ready to date again, what do you think is the most important quality to look for in a new partner? The most important quality to look for in a new partner, for me, is this French expression called joie de vivre, to love life. And let me tell you why. Because you can build a wonderful relationship with somebody who loves life. But if they don't love life and they're destructive in any way, you're wasting your time. No matter the chemistry, no matter the culture, no matter the religion, no matter the faith, no matter the same habits. If somebody doesn't love life as much as you love life, forget about it. As the Italian says, forget about it. I want to date somebody who loves life like I do. Grateful for life. It's not the case. Move on. I've been there. This waste of time. You've got to be with somebody who, like, you wake up and you say, another day, another opportunity, one life. It's a one-way ticket, not a round-trip ticket. So, love life. That would be my quality. Uh, I'll put it on social media, see what you say. You call the next. If something good happened to you, something romantic, something that made your heart feel good, please share it with me on the rendezvous. 855 905 8255. Bonjour, Jason. Bonjour, Simon. Something good did happen to me. I'm uh, in a long-distance relationship with my girlfriend, and uh, when uh -huh. COVID hit, uh, I decided to quarantine with her for a few months. And uh, you know, she asked, "What can I do to 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 make the house, you know, feel welcome for you? You know, do I need to fill the fridge with foods you like to eat, something like that?" And I said, "You know, you keep a room that's pretty cluttered, and uh, I like to have my own space." I, it would be nice to have some of my own space. And when I got there, she had bought a new night table to put beside her bed. 
and uh, a little bowl for my keys and my wallet and a lamp of my own. And during the whole quarantine there, that was my little space that she kept clean, and I just felt uh, I felt at home. I understand. Yeah, how did that make you feel when that happened? Yeah, just really cared for, you know. Like, first of all, that she asked what I needed was really sweet. And then she delivered, you know. Like, I, I felt really seen and understood. And, you know, she didn't take um, me saying that she keeps a cluttered room as uh, as an insult. She just took it as, yeah, that's true, and, and I'll do this part for you. Listen, I love that story. It really goes to my father's... Uh, always lying about love. There is no love without proof of love. You know, caring is loving, but it's true. And your story illustrates that so well. Yeah, that guy thinks, I think she's a keeper. No question. All right, Jason, thank you so much for sharing that story. And, and she does for you, you do for her, and 360 and round and round and round, okay? Awesome. Thanks, Simon. You got it. Have a good night. To finish, I got a good question for you. Have you ever tried to fix somebody you dated? Yes? No? We'll talk about that next. Have you ever tried to fix somebody you dated? You know, you, f you fall in love with somebody, they have an issue, uh, mental, physical, addiction, something, and then you try to fix them. Um, posted that on my social media, at Rendezvous Radio, 69% of you said, yes, I have. 31% uh, of you said, no. And actually, there's a follow-up question uh, about the one who said, yes, the 69% of you voted yes. I asked, did it work? And... 8% of you voted yes, it did work. 92% of you said no, it didn't. And what I've learned from life is don't try to fix anybody. Only we can try to fix ourselves. Thank you so much for listening on that late night. Et bonsoir. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.